What's been your experience with feedback? Has it been mainly positive or negative? And has that experience shaped how you give feedback to others? That's the topic for this week's 2120 podcast. This is the 2120 podcast. Each week, two guys take an idea, an experience, or a topic that we're passionate about, and we talk about it with you for 20 minutes. Uh, I think the topic on discussion today is feedback. Feedback, And yes. feedback is good and bad, but I think the majority of the time it's perceived as bad. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. When you mention feedback, or if you say, "Hey, do you have a minute to talk? I need to tell you know share something with you," the instant response we all have what, is, "What's, like, what's wrong? I'm, yeah, <laughs> what did I just Am do? Am I in trouble?" <laughs> uh, so that's kind of an interesting thing. So, like, what if what if we just had a little different mindset about it and it was objective? Like, we just saw it was, "I care about you, Matt," so I'm going to tell you something. Like, yeah, you look like a mess today. And there's no <laughs> there's no classes out there that teach you how to be good giving feedback. You know, you've either had someone that has invested or poured into you that has put their arm around you and right. said some things and you go, okay, I can get better at this. Right. Or you had the coach who just kind of yelled and screamed and said, you suck at life, figure right. it out. And you just go, oh man, now what do I do? Um, but I think there's there's never that class where you sit down and go, step one, this is how you do this, you know, right. the process. I, here's my theory on this. And I and I believe that, that I could find some research to support this, but I'm gonna say it's a theory at this moment is that our attitude and our belief about feedback is shaped by the experiences that we've had with it, right? Yeah. So if you've had, let's say you're that person and critical but constructive feedback for you lights you up, that's a good experience. If you get that kick in the rear and it's like, come on, we need to get better, and you respond favorably to that, that's a good thing. However, if you've had that critical, constructive feedback but you perceive it as that hurts that sucked and 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 maybe it was given in such a way that didn't encourage you but it discouraged you yeah now that shapes how you think about feedback and that would even shape how you would give feedback to other people because now if you're looking at through your lens man when I got feedback before that sucked that hurt that wasn't cool you might be tempted to give feedback in such a way that's softer that's lighter I'm gonna I want to edify you. I want to build you up. And you could, at that moment, then miss opportunities to give that performance feedback that, that's actually constructive. Oh, yeah. I think there's there's times where you were trying to get to know your people, and it turns into friendships. Yeah. You know, and it's yes. really, really easy to have that feedback be just kind of, you know, little baby gloves and soft and easy. And, hey, Jim, you got to get better at this, bud. Come on. Come on. We're, we're friends, you know. Instead of, you know, giving you solid feedback where you go, you know what? I'm your friend. I can have this conversation with you because we have this relationship. Here's what I saw. Here's how we can get better. Here's how we can make it happen. And too many times I think we just, we go into conversations because there, there could be conflict. Right. You know, I don't know what you're right. going to say. You may fire back at me. Right. I need to be ready, ready for that. But we have to get past the negative side of it's always going to be negative. Yeah. You know, I want to talk to you. Oh, what about? Like, what did I just do? Like, what just happened? No, nothing. I just want to have a conversation with you. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then the, the, the calming factor com comes on their face. You know, and I think as a presenter, you see that verbal and nonverbal feedback in the right. crowd. Yeah. And you're looking, go, okay, I think this guy gets it because he's nodding and smiling. <laughs> right. I think the lady over there, she's, she's, 
she's going to be there. But there's a guy in the top left corner that has no clue what's going on right now. <laughs> like, he's a deer in headlights. I just lost him. Right. You know, or you have the guy that has his arms crossed with a scowl on his face. It's going yeah. you going like, you're a moron. What are you even saying Somebody's right looking now? at their phone or, or they're doodle Like, I don't know, maybe doodling. Sometimes that helps people think. But, you know, yeah. yeah. Like, there's all these different nonverbal cues that, that we're given all the time. Yeah. I mean, just think about like, walking around our world and interacting with people that you have no idea who they are and they look at you and they give you like this weird eye roll. Like, <laughs> right. okay, what am I, am I, this is my fly down. Like, right. what, like what's going on here? Like right. what just happened? I mean, there's, there's those, that, that, there's feedback every day flying at you. A lot of times it's negative, sometimes it's positive, but you just have to embrace it and go, like if, if somebody's gonna say something, I have to look, look and listen and go, okay, maybe this is a problem. Maybe I can fix this. So, so would you agree with this that your unwillingness to give feedback will ensure your inability to achieve success. Oh yeah, hands down. I think I think as a leader, you are successful because of the people that you lead. Right. Right. So if you can't have a conversation and give someone feedback, you're never going to be that strong leader. You know, you're never going to be the person that somebody that comes to and get the success that you want. Yeah. If you want something in life and you have a team that's underneath you trying to achieve those same things, like you have to give them the feedback. Yeah. But it's not just saying, hey, you messed this up. It's doing it in a way that they understand what just happened and here's how we're going to fix it. You know, so it's like the yin to the yang when it comes to the feedback. So there's, kind of so, there's a, there's a, so much we could talk about in 20 minutes that we can't hit it all, right? Yep. So, so there's a, a lot of places I want to dive into, but you just inspired like a memory or a thought here for me. There's really two ways you can approach feedback. One of them is I can appreciate you. And I think that's really important to like bring out because I think we always think about feedback as we started this topic today, talking about it feels like it's going to be negative. It's always going to be a criticism. You've done something wrong. Here's some way you can improve. But we have to catch people doing things that are good. And so it's not it, it's not the traditional way we think about feedback. Instead, we're saying, Matt, the, the, the fact that you spoke up in the meeting today, you broke the tension, you asked the question, you pointed out the thing that nobody else was willing to say, thank you for doing that. Yeah. That was an amazing thing because it moved the conversation forward. Or you catch somebody, you know, uh, and you helped get the order out at the end of the day. Like, thanks for pitching in. Like that instant feedback, it's not your typical way we think about it. And I think so many times that we, we overestimate that people know that we appreciate them. And that we think we're re appreciating them and recognize them enough, but I don't think it's even close. And so that's one of those forms of feedback is we've got to show hey, you were awesome today in this. And and then here's the thing with that, is you need to let that be a clear win. You know what I mean by that is, okay, Matt, that was awesome today. But then I add in, you know, the, the butt comes. Yeah. There's this other thing that's kind of been bugging me though, and so I'm gonna give you some feedback. No, let the win be the win and yeah. celebrate that. And don't try and, and always like build that other piece in. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, what you're talking about is you're creating positive feedback. Like yeah. you're, you're physically gonna go out and, and do this. And I think too many times organizations have the negative side of things happen. So they, they, they go after that. You know, so why not go out and find a way to be that positive guy and say those things and do it in front of the associate and other other people, you know, and make right. it look, make them look like a, they just conquer the world. And, and, and here, you, here you go, high five. You know, I think money makes our world go round, but it, there's been study after study that shows that a high five 
is more meaningful than a $5 bill or, or that, that, that money in, in my hand because I did something really, really good. Right. The arm around you saying, oh my God, awesome job here. And you shake them and you get excited. Like the feeling that they get is, is, is worth more than you paying them a little bit extra because they, they did a good job. Now there's not the other side is there's people that want money. Like I want that five bucks in my pocket handed right. over. But right. if I walk up to Jim and say, man, Jim, awesome job. High five. And this is loud crack of our hands. And we talk about it a little bit. That is a major win for your, for your and, the, and there it is. And the fact that you talk about it for a minute, because here, here's what I do know, Matt. And, and actually this question came to me just yesterday and it was, um, should we focus, cause we were talking about being really specific and clear when we give performance, you know, critical feedback. Yeah. And the question was, is, isn't it just as important to be that critical and to be that specific and clear when we're giving positive feedback? And I said, absolutely. And, and the, her, her question was like, I used to get a lot of, hey, well done, you're doing great. And that was it. And, and she would go home. She said, I was so stressed at the end of the day because I didn't know that was I actually doing well. Yeah. Because that was been her experience. She wanted to know, she, she was looking, okay, well, how was I good? So that's so important that when we're giving feedback to somebody, like the high fives are great, like you said, but just exactly how you said after that, we talk about it a little bit further. And you're specific and you call them out and say, it was this thing that you did. And it was, in a, and here's what it did for others around it, or here's how it helped move that project or this this issue forward. That's really critical. Yeah, you know, I've, I've, I've heard of, and I've been a part of a company where no news is good news. So if you don't hear anything, like things, things are good, right? right? So <laughs> I just think that's completely wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, I think you have to, celebrate the victories and they yeah. got to be a, they got to be a big deal and you know to hear the you know if you're just if you're doing a good job you're, just, you're never going to hear about that but when you screw up man you're going to be in that office yes you know and that's yes. not that's not fair you know the an associate me the our world needs both sides you know and i think the a great job and you just blow right by them right you think you're doing a nice little positive thing for that person, but you're not. Yeah. Uh, you got to stop in front of them. You got to talk to them. You add a boy, add a girl. Exactly, <laughs> because it's just it's just more meaningful. Yeah. And if you have that relationship built up with them, and you stop them, and you say something, it's a major victory for both of you. Right. In the grand scheme of things. Now, when you're doing the career review side of things, and it's the closed door, and you're giving them that 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 feedback that you need to give, and it's not going to be good feedback. Right. Hopefully they know what's coming. Right. You know, they're never blindsided by something. Hey, you know, you've been late 10 times. Well, I didn't know I've been late. Nobody's ever talked to me about that. Well, like, yeah, you, you, you had to know because it's like you're, you're, you've been late 10 times, you know, but hopefully your, your team's having those conversations early on. So when you are the guy that has to give that, that feedback, they're not blown away by something that you're saying and you're the bad guy now. Oh my gosh. So... <clears throat> I did a survey and I, I had it on LinkedIn as as a uh, just open to anybody out there that saw the profile. And the, the question number three on the survey was this. There's just five questions, real simple to answer them. Question three was, how often do you receive feedback about your performance? Your performance. Okay. Your options were, it's pretty much a daily thing, about once a week, about once a month, about once a year, and never. So here's how it bro broke down. Never, 7%. Ooh. About once a year, 33%. Now add those two together. That's 40% of respondents. 40% of them said once a year or never. Then it gets better because about once a month was a third. About once a week was 20%. 
and it's pretty much a daily thing was up to 10% now. So, so that's, that's encouraging to me. Like I'm a, I'm a big fan and this is how I coach and train is that we've got to give feedback as close to the situation as possible, whether it was positive or critical. We also have another rule that I always train too is like, especially when you come to, because most people don't give or receive feedback until it's performance review time. Yeah. And for a lot of people, that's once a year. It's annual review time. Absolutely. It is. And we always, I always teach this. You should never hear in your performance review, that should never be the first time you're hearing critical feedback. And for that matter, it shouldn't be the first time that you're hearing positive feedback either. Because it has happened months ago. It's, it's literally, it's months too late. And it's not helpful to do that. So if we're, if we're doing feedback that's more in the moment or more consistent, and yeah, it's, and then when we have a performance review that is annual based, because I know that's so, that's so common out there, it's okay to bring those things up again, but don't violate that. Hey, Matt, remember back in January, like we're going to pull you back through time, drag you back through it. I'd rather see us looking forward. You know, that's my opinion. You have a new hire that has a 45 day review, you know, yeah, the brand new Their yeah. heads ready to explode because they have all the information you just threw at them. <laughs> right. Like they're deer in headlights. <laughs> and then you say, you're not doing a good job like that. That's got to be completely, unless there's some major red flags, like right. they're being late for work. They got a bad attitude. Right. But in that first 45 days at a new job, is overwhelming to them. Yeah, so that has sure. to be the review time of, here's what, here's what how the reviews are gonna go, here's how it's gonna look, here's when we're gonna do them, and just lay it all out there. Yeah. Because they're stressed. Like when they hear the words review, and they're a 17 year old cashier or whatever it is, like the look of terror in their eyes when they walk in because they have no idea what, what's going on right, right now, right? right. They're, they're only 45 days in. And then 120 days comes and they have another review, Okay, you know, and they know what the review form looks like. They know how the process is going to go. And then it's time to introduce them, you know, things that they need, they need to work on that you see that the feedback, right? right. And then after that, that, that 121 days to a year, you've you got to be there to follow up with them. Yes. You yes. can't wait another year to, oh, now it's time to do your annual review. Like right. that's a lot of time from 121 days. Yeah. So to, we're talking what, nine, nine months, how many months? Yeah. At least eight nine months? months. Yeah. You know, where you're looking at, I don't need to interact with them because I did a good job in the 45. I did a great job in the 120. They're a good, they're a good associate. Good. Yeah. They got this <laughs> and they don't got this. You know, they need that feedback. They need that coach. They need that motivation. And too many times, because it's not a scheduled review, it's not something we have to do. We wait until that annual review and then we go, okay, now let's pull you back into my office and let's talk. And you bring up things that you saw. You run the report. Oh my gosh, now you've been late seven times in this, this last nine months. And you talk about it then. Instead of talking about it right then when it happened or the next day when you, when you see them, it has to be addressed. You have to have that feedback, both positive and negative, every day. So that 10% that you said of they get it every day, gosh, man, that's good to see that there's 10%. Right, right. It needs to be more. It needs to be every Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so another question that we asked, this was the, the fourth question. It says, the way I'm giving feedback helps me improve my job performance. Yes. All right. So here's your three options. Almost always, sometimes, and almost never. That's, that was your three choices. Yeah. Which one do you think was the biggest? Almost never. Can <laughs> you <laughs> pessimist? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the one I'm, gonna, I'm going with. No, uh, actually, it was sometimes. Sometimes, sure. And and so that was that was forty nine percent. Okay. Um, it's encouraging to me that almost always was number two at thirty eight percent. So that left thirteen percent at almost never. But but if you put again 
let's look at it from the from the the good thing. Yeah. Thirty-eight, four out of ten people said almost always. That's that's encouraging to me. Yeah. But that also means that six out of ten are like, it's a miss, right? Sometimes yeah. to me is like half the time maybe I would qualify at that. So, you know, half the time or almost never for six out of ten people. So, so it's great. Yeah, we could. And that's what's interesting about when you look at data like this is you could say, okay, people want the data. Here's how often they're getting it. But here's their reaction to does it even help? So four, only four out of 10 people said it's actually helpful most of the time. So that's a big indicator to me that we are not good at giving helpful feedback. Honest and helpful is like the two biggest words to me around giving feedback. If it's honest, it's direct. It's, it's, it's not sugarcoated. It is, is truthful. And I, you know, I'm a big proponent of truth. And then the, the helpful part too is like, if, if I tell you that, but your shirt, it's always wrinkly. If I just tell you that, but I, it's not helpful, you, you, don't, you have to connect like the, the reason why that, that's a reflection of what our customer oh, yeah. experience is or whatever. And, and maybe it's just like saying, point, sometimes it was just to point things out. Maybe you just, your mom oh, never yeah. taught you that or your dad never taught you that, like the value of like presentation. Yeah, and I think, I think that starts early on in the orientation process. I mean, setting those expectations, yeah. you know, so they have to know, they, they're gonna hear it. Like you have to be, your, your work shirt has to look nice and, and this is why we do that. Right. I mean, that's laid out early on. But you also gotta keep in mind too, they're 45 days in. Their head is on the verge of still exploding, <laughs> you know, and they, they had that brain lapse where they just forgot because they didn't wanna yeah. be late to work and they were running late. They didn't have an iron at the house, so they just they threw it in the dryer quick to hopefully the wrinkle release would work in the dryer, and it didn't, so now they came to work. You know, it's super easy to look at this and go, you, you screw up, what are you doing? Like, you, you know that you need to iron your shirt, your knucklehead, instead of going, hey man, I get it, I've been there. You know, let me help you fix this. Okay, so, so that's actually kind of a neat segue here to think about how, how values play into feedback core values of your company and 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 here's the thing that I've been saying and, and I think I said it to you recently is is the best leaders are great activators of talent passion and skill and they and they excel at being able to connect personal values to the organizational values okay so here's my question uh, or, or thoughts around this is uh, if you aren't giving feedback based on the values of the company if you're not tying performance back to the values, you are missing an incredible opportunity. Not only can you do that, in my opinion, you should be doing that. I would venture to say you must be doing it oh, that yeah. way. I, I, I think it's a waste of time. You know, if you if you don't take your core values and that's what your review is all based off of, right. and you're you're pulling things that don't make sense, you know, it's like a, it's like a salesman selling you something you're not going to need. You know, you look at it and go, okay, like. He sold me this. I've never used it. I don't even know why I bought it from him, but he told me I had to have it. You know, it's the same thing in the review process. If I'm telling you something that I think you need to do based on a thought in my brain, but it has nothing to do with our success or our values or our yeah. culture. Okay, that yeah, I, I suppose I could do that, but I don't know why. Like, why did you bring that up? And that's the thing where if you tie it back to our culture, we're always on time. Yes. We always look. We always look awesome. You know, and you just we we give the best customer service and here's why. And everything that you're, I'm teaching you and helping you with is part of that. It makes the whole presentation that much better too. Yeah. So it's, it's, you gotta go back to your values. You gotta go back to your, your core culture and, and do your reviews based on that. Cause at the end of the day, 
that's what the whole team's working towards, that same goal going together. So Look, and I think it just comes back to what we were saying earlier is like the most important way that you can influence the success and the growth of both your people and your organization is feedback. It, I mean, that's there's nothing else that I can think of. It's not to say that's all your culture because that's what I'm saying is you have to tie it back to your values too. Yeah. I helped a, uh, a client recently discover their values. So we, we have a process that I do. It's discover, define, and then implement. And so through that discovery process, like when I met, when I met with them, they're, they're, uh, they're a contractor. And so one of the first things I noticed when I pulled in is the grounds looked impeccable. The vehicles and their trailers that were outside were absolutely spotless. There was no dents in the truck. There wasn't a bit of dirt anywhere. When I was on the shop floor and I was looking around with them, uh, you know, gave me the tour. I'm like, this thing is like everything had a place. Everything was perfectly organized. Pristine. It was pristine. Like you could feel like you could eat on that floor. Yeah. Okay. And, and so when we were doing this discovery of the values, I'm probing that I'm trying to figure out like, what's the point of that? So one of the values that we ended up defining for them is called, it was, we are prepared. Just that simple. Yeah. And, and we were very intentional about saying it's we, we started all these big value statements with saying, we, we. are, we are. And then we, to further define them, we broke them down to say, we had like four bullets under each one and they all started with you, okay? So organizationally, we're talking we, this is us, and this is who we are now, but it's also who we're aspiring to be daily and into the future. The bullets underneath them were designed to be able to give performance reviews and to give feedback. So under we are prepared, we, we, I, my challenge question was, so what? Yeah, you're prepared, so what? What does that look like? How do you give feedback to that person on a daily basis or a weekly or however you're doing your, you know, your, your feedback? And so it came up with things like, I learned that, that uh, the owner provides five layers of depth of clothing to these guys, okay? Again, they're contractors, so they're out in the elements, whether it's 99 degrees like it's gonna be today or it's yeah. eight degrees outside. Covers them with a base layer, t-shirts, sweatshirts, jackets, and hats. And the tools, they need and, the tools. And the tools yeah. also, by the way, those are the those are part of the tools, but he would also give them the tools too. Yeah. I'm gonna set you up for success. We are prepared. We know what our customer wants. We know what the expectations are. And when, when we arrive at the job site, everything's in order so that they're not wasting. Cause he said one of the things that drives me crazy is that we are 99.3% done with the job and we're missing about $8 in parts. Yeah. We're two hours away. We have to run back, so there's four hours of time because we weren't prepared. And I just love that concept. And and so he's evaluating these people, and it's how they hire, and it's like it's just part of who they are. So cool to see. Yeah, and I think outside looking in, when you're involved in that, and you walk in, you see that, and you notice that, it means everything that they put in place in orientation to where you're at today is getting those results. Right. You know, and I guarantee you, there was time along the way where. The, the boss, the CEO walked in and there was tools on the counter left right. over from the night before. Yep. And that's an easy teaching opportunity. Hey Jim, I saw, I came in this morning, I saw your tools were on the counter, like what happened? You know, oh, we want this to be pristine. I want to be able to eat off this floor. You know, oh yeah, I was working late and oh, I appreciate that. Right. You know, and I just, I just, I had to get out of here and I just, I ran out. Right. All right, no problem. That conversation, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> waking my finger at you saying you suck at life. Right. It's just an easy conversation. You stayed late for me right. to help me out, help our business out. Isn't that so true? It is. 
Like, it happens all the time. Just just ask some questions. Like yep. don't don't assume. Like so this is the other thing we talk about every time that I'm doing values exercises, what if we assume positive intent with people? Absolutely. Like it wasn't that like, especially if Matt four times out of five that week everything's been up to speed and that one time yeah. do I want to focus on the one time that's missing and assume that well you just got lazy because it was Friday afternoon yeah or was it because something else came up oh yeah and I think when you start asking those questions and they tell you hey I was staying late did, I, I lost track of time I looked at my watch and I was gonna be late for my son's softball or baseball or priorities yeah yeah and yes. you go oh I get this and as an, that employer you got to got to swallow your pride a little bit and go you know what you stay late for me he had a family thing that he was going to be late to. Yes. So how'd you got, how'd they do? Did they win or lose? And you, you turn <laughs> right. it into that conversation about the game, which now he gets, he left his tools on the counter. Right. Understandable, right? But then you made it about him and his family and what they had to do and where they went and where all the good stuff. That person now will not leave his tools out the next time. Right. And he's more of a champion for you now because you bought more into him. They're creating a culture also of teamwork. And you cover my tail for me. You don't have to tell me you did it. You don't have to remind me you did it. But as my colleague, my coworker, my teammate, you just took care of it. Yeah. And then like that, that to me is like the epitome of a thriving culture. I just love the idea that we would be able to have that mindset that we're gonna pitch in. We're one team working on one yeah. common goal and it helps all of us. And that's a whole other <laughs> yeah, podcast. But you know, I think it's when you can understand the, the culture, understand what we're trying to do and know what just happened and then take it upon yourself t to fix that. Just, I'm just gonna put his tools away for him. Yeah. You know, and then you don't need to be the guy that when Jim comes in, hey Jim, I put your tool away, tools away last night. Why don't you buy me lunch today? Right. You know, right. It just goes away, you know, because there, there, there may be a time where I leave my tools out and Jim takes care of me. Exactly. And it's that silent, like, I'm just going to help you. You're going to help me. We're not going to bring light to it and right. make it a big deal. <clears throat> we just know that we have each other's back. Not every company, business has that. Yeah. It's super, super easy to call someone's faults to light because you have faults too, but you don't want yours to get recognized. Yeah. So if Jim leaves his tools out, I'm going to leave them there so everybody can see him because Jim just left his tools out. I'm going to look good because my desk is always clean. No, just help the guy out. So, you know, I think feedback is one of those things where it's positive and it's negative, but at the end of the day, like you got to go into it thinking it's positive. And if you do, uh, your company, your team, your entire organization will be, will be better for it.